You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, with this uh, matchup to Pacers. So the Knicks regular season is winding down. Um, only three games left to go. Uh, by the time they take the court Wednesday, they could have the number five seed locked up. The Knicks travel to Indiana to face the Pacers uh, on Wednesday. The Knicks enter Tuesday as a number five seed in the Eastern Conference. As they enter uh, Tuesday as number five seed, right now the magic number as we record is one. The Nets, who are in sixth, play the T-Wolves Tuesday night, so that would be an important game. Uh, a Nets loss means the Knicks would have the five seed wrapped up, all clinched for good. If the Nets, of course, win, the Knicks could also clinch the five seed by beating Indiana on Wednesday. So let's talk about the Pacers real quick. Pacers are eliminated from playoff contention. That happened recently. Um, they plummeted to a 34-45 and 45 record after a solid start to the season. Uh, they lost uh, their last game to the Cavs uh, when the Cavs got after losing to the Knicks on Friday. Cavs beat them 115-105. They were without Tyrese Halliburton, who's uh, missed a lot of time during the second half of the season with various different injuries. He's missed three consecutive games with a sprained ankle and a sore elbow. Given that they are now out of playoff contention, you would think maybe he won't be out there. He was doubtful for that Cavs game and ended up not playing. We'll see what happens with this Knicks game. We also know the the, the history, I guess, now we can talk about with Hal Burton and the Knicks. So I don't know if that motivates him to get out there. But nonetheless, Hal Burton has missed the last three games with not just one but two injuries. So um, we'll see how the Pacers handle that. The Knicks uh, beat the Pacers in two earlier matchups this season, the last one being a 119-113 win uh, on January 11th. So, uh, Tommy – it, we know the Knicks can, I don't want to say backing because they played great, but we know the Knicks can get the, the five seed here. But do you think that it is important for them to take care of business against Indiana, regardless of whether or not the Nets win or lose? I do, actually. Um, well, I shouldn't say regardless of what the Knicks, assuming that, you know, I, I think it's important for the Knicks to lock up that five seed as soon as possible. So if that's Wednesday mm-hmm. night, be a victory. Um, that gives you an opportunity to rest brunts in the final two games. Um, you know, uh, you know, or at least limit his minutes, maybe set him out one game and then have him play, you know, 15, 20 minutes um, the, the following night. Um, we've seen some players got to worry about rest because, as we know, um, Knicks play Wednesday, they play Friday, they play Sunday, Easter Sunday at one o'clock, um, the final game of the regular season. Then they'll have a week off. NBA playoffs begin that Saturday, whether the Knicks play Saturday or Sunday. Um, we, we won't know until the, the schedule is released. Um, so some guys you worry about, you know, you don't want to have seven, you know, seven days off, 10 days off. I think Brunson's one of those guys where he's shown that he can come back um, from an extended absence and, and basically shake off the rust immediately um, and yeah. get right back into the, into the swing of things. Um, you know, you, you can, you, again, we know that the, the minutes played, it, it has been an issue all season. Um, it'd be nice to get Grimes a little extra rest. It'd be nice to get IQ a little extra rest. And then you just eliminate that, reduce the, po- the, the possibility of a sprained ankle, a tweaked yeah. hamstring, a strained calf, a jammed finger, um, all the other little things that can happen at any corner, at any minute of any NBA game. Um, so ideally, lock up the five seed, and then you know you can kind of put the guys in bubble wrap and, and get can get ready for the postseason. So um, I, I do think it's relatively important. Uh, a couple of things to note: um, it was just that we're recording this. Uh, what is today? Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, yeah. We're recording this Tuesday afternoon. It was just announced within a half hour or so. Um, looks like R.J. Barrett will be cleared. Um, he missed Sunday's game with a non-COVID illness. Sounds like he'll be back in the lineup Wednesday. Um, so that's good news. 
Um, you mentioned Tyrese Halliburton. The Pacers have not released their injury report as of uh, this moment. Um, probably won't do so until tonight. Um, in addition to Tyrese Halliburton, Miles Turner has missed the last few games. I would assume that yeah. the Pacers play without both of those guys the rest of the season. Knicks will be a big, heavy favorite Wednesday night in Indiana as well. They should be double-digit favorite. Um, so it is a game that they should win. Um, again, take care of business um, and then lock up the five seed. It could you could the Knicks could still be playing for something even after they win if they win Wednesday. Um, just a couple of the things to note. I think I mentioned this on the last pod. Uh, it's technically still possible for the Knicks to catch Cleveland. That would require the Knicks winning all three of their final games and the Cavs right. losing all three of their final games. Obviously, um, very unlikely. Um, and the other thing just to note in that respect um, is the Cavs can also catch Philly um, yep. if they win out and, and Philly loses one of their final four. So um, we'll have a, a you know we'll have a little bit better idea of that um, you know in the days ahead. Um, but uh, to directly answer your question, I think it's important to lock up the five seed as soon as possible, and then that gives you some opportunity, some leeway um, to to kind of cruise into the postseason. Yeah, I think to me, I, I think playing and make sure you're playing well, and and if you can win this game, get in this game. I think it is important because of almost that last part you mentioned with Cleveland, because Cleveland, because that's the matchup that's most likely at this point. Yeah. Cleveland is still playing with something to play for. You know, it, I think it's interesting that, that, you know, the odds of them falling out of four is very unlikely, but they played, you know, Donovan Mitchell, a bunch of minutes against uh, Indiana. They played Evan Mobley, a bunch of minutes. Like they're still playing these games because they know the three seed is out there. Yep. So when you, juxtapose where the Knicks are you know the Cavs have a matchup Tuesday night against the Magic of course they win that means they do clinch the, the four seed I guess by then they'll know whether or not if they still have a shot at three but I, I kind of want the Knicks to continue to play up until when the Cavs decide okay we're going to rest our guys too like what you don't want is the Knicks to come into that first playoff game rusty or maybe not 100% focused not 100% the same mindset while Cleveland because they have been playing towards something is a little more sharp, a little more uh, in tune with what they want to do. So I'm looking at that. Like, you know, maybe that won't matter if, you know, the the, pace, the Cavs win this next game and the Sixers win or if they lose next game and now they know, okay, we're not going to get the, the three and then they start wrestling guys. Maybe it won't be as big a deal. But I want the Knicks to be right up there with the Cavs in terms of their their readiness for this postseason because we, we know that there's a high likelihood that that's going to be the matchup. Always an interesting conversation. You see it most often in football um, when yeah. te teams rest week 18. Um, you know, whether they finish out the season strong. We know the, the Colts decided not to go for the undefeated season. We know that the Giants, the year they beat the Pats in the Super Bowl, played them really hard in week 17 as, as it was back yeah. then. Um, and, you know, a lot of people said that was part of the reason they lost by, I think it was like 35, 34, whatever it was. It was one of the reasons that they were able to beat the, the Pats in the Super Bowl and uh, the 18 and 0 Pats. So um, obviously there's, there's arguments that can be made on both sides of the ledger. Um, I will say one thing that the Knicks want to do to close out the regular season, especially when playing their regulars, is play a little bit better defensively. Um, they've been mm -hmm. sloppy on the defensive end the last few games. They've tightened it up in the fourth quarter enough to get wins, um, you know, against Houston, um, you know, obviously, uh, and, and, and of course, the, the most recently this weekend. Um, so there's there's that to keep in mind, um, you know, and yeah, and it, it, there is a, you know, I, I'd be interested to see, um, you know, kind of Tibbs take, and I guess we'll find out over the final couple of games, you know, his yeah. feelings on the, the 
the rest verse uh, preparation angle. Um, it, I, think I, I, get, he, I get a I get a hint of where he will land with that. I don't know, knowing <laughs> Tibbs, I, I have a little feeling of what he would think about that. If I had to wager one side or the other, yeah, I think we could all agree <laughs> that he'd probably rather than rest. But I will say that in the NBA, it's a little bit differently because even the Knicks play, you know, their regular rotation brunts in thirty nine minutes up until the regular season. They still have at least a week off. Um, before yeah. they play again so it's not like you know they you know they, they, they'd sit guys out and then play two games from then especially with that not having to deal with the playing um, but yeah you're right uh, and also as far as the Cavs go um, advancing that three seed is huge you can tell by their, their playing their minutes yeah. um, and because you know not only do you avoid the Knicks in the first round and and, and would play the Nets which would be a, obviously you know you ask teams you give truth serum they'd much rather play um, the, the Nets than the Knicks um you but you avoid the the bucks in the in the second round round if you win so um certainly the caps have some motivation to finish out the season strong and at least play hard until they are officially eliminated from that three seed i think you make a good point also about the knicks defense and some of the slippage we've seen on that end and it's been inconsistent there have been you know like we saw in cleveland first half i actually thought they're they played hard defense. But I thought Cleveland was just making every shot. And in the second half, we saw them, you know, kind of, you know, turn the lights out on Cleveland. We saw against Washington. First half, that was not a good defensive effort. That, that was not – they were not in tune. They, they were not good at all. Um, and then we saw them second half turn the lights out on Washington. Like, it, it would be nice to see – I'm not saying a team is going to play four quarters of excellent defense, but it would be nice to see a, a more even performance defensively against this Pacers team. And it's important to note that this is a Pacers team that can score the ball. Uh, and that 51-point performance that Drew Holiday had against them – couple of nights ago, that was without Tyves Halliburton in the lineup. The Pacers scored 136 points in that game against a Bucks team that's a very, very good, maybe one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, if not the best defensive team in the NBA. In a couple uh, games earlier before that with Halliburton in the lineup, they scored 130 in a loss to the Hawks. So we know Rick Carlisle, his, his team is going to take a lot of threes. They're going to move the ball. They're always going to play a disciplined brand of offensive basketball. So it is going to be important for yeah. the Knicks to be on their cues uh, defensively. And they and they just beat the Thunder, who are fighting for their yes. lives to make the play in, uh, you know, yeah. in the middle of last week. So yeah, and they beat them. They scored 121 in that game. So like this is uh this is a team that is, is you know obviously it's the only one they've had in the last three four weeks, but it is a team that can score and it's a team that is live. And uh, we know we've seen these matchups between these two teams this season. They've both been super competitive. The first game, of course, was the Wally Zerbiak game <laughs> where he said you know Halliburton was an All Star, and that became a whole storyline for like a week. And then the last game uh, at Madison Square Garden, Knicks uh, were in a close game, and they had to kind of pull that out late after Halliburton left the game mid-game with uh, an ankle injury again in that game as well. Ankle injury, I think, has been bothering them pretty much all season. So this is uh, – so, yeah, I, I think that this is an important game. I don't want to overstress the importance, but you don't want to see the Knicks go out there against a team that is not nearly as good as them, obviously, and a team that is at this point in the 1-2-3 Cancun mode. Uh, find a way to kind of dominate them or anything like that. You want to see Knicks continue to trend upward and at least play solid basketball, hopefully get a W here. What uh, When we talk about these postseason awards, I know we're going to talk about uh, Jalen Brunson and his most approved player candidacy soon, but I think that there actually may be a conversation for all NBA as well between Brunson and Tyrese Halliburton. Now, Halliburton isn't playing this game, but Halliburton has been one of the top point guards in the NBA. He's been a 20-10 and 10 guy this season. Uh, I think he's one of the only guys averaging 20 points, 10 assists. When you compare Brunson and Halliburton for that all-NBA spot, probably looking at the third team, 
where do you think Brunson stacks in that matchup? Do you think Halliburton has the edge? Halliburton did uh, edge him for the the uh, All Star game spot, which we, we saw and was <laughs> highly talked about and very controversial at the time. What do we think about All NBA? I am uh, think Brunson deserves edge over Halliburton. I I don't know if either of them get it. Um, I think Brunson might be the last guy on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're just kind of looking at um, you know, the, the, the four players, uh, you know, the players up for grabs, that final all NBA spot or those final two or those final four NBA second and third team. Um, you yeah. got guys, uh, you know, the Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, um, uh, Shea Gilders, Alexander, Dame Lillard. Um, those are the guards that are kind of, you know, uh, assuming that Luke and Steph are, are the first team, uh, right. all NBA guards. Um, then you kind of get into that that second tier. Um, and to me, the a couple things. I'm going to – we'll talk about the Brunson for most improved player. I don't think he necessarily will get that, and I don't even know if I'd vote for him for that. I think, okay. But I think I would vote for him for the All-NBA third team because I think there's a little bit more emphasis on value on, you know, if we're talking about most valuable player characteristics um, as opposed to most improved player, which I think is more of a statistical based award, at least in my interpretation of it. Right. Um, so f- for a couple of reasons, I, I would have Brunson ahead of Halbert. Halbert's been awesome this year. Yes. Uh, phenomenal. Just, you know, right, right near the top of the league in, in terms of assists, incredibly efficient offensive player, good defensive defensive player can score, you know, 24 points a night um, quite easily. Um, there are two things about Halliburton that I, that I think worth noting, um, especially in light of the new CBA with the 65 game minimum. Yeah. Um, Halliburton's only appeared in 56 games this season. Um, yep. So you could argue that he deserved to make the All-Star team based on the first half production. Um, Brunson has not only played four more games in the second half of the season and the season as a whole, um, he's been more effective, more productive. And and led his team, whereas the the the, the Pacers were one of the you know uh, earlier in the season, the first couple of times these two teams, the the Pacers were ahead of the, the yeah the, exactly you know, three or four they were they were up they were up there, um, and now obviously on the outside the playing picture looking in, so um, whereas the Knicks have done anything you know have only trended in the right direction, thirteen games over five hundred, five seed uh, in the playoffs, um, so I think for that reason. Um, Brunson gets a nod over Halliburton. I don't know if he'll jump over, you know, we'll see what Dame Lillard and that game's played situation yeah. looks like. Um, De'Aaron Fox, very strong case can be made. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, very strong case can be made. SGA, I think, is a lock uh, for, if yeah, not the second got He's got to be on that team, yeah. He's got to be on one of those teams. Um, so that's kind of where I am. But but in terms of head-to-head, um, Brunson or Halliburton, if I had to choose one for that third All-NBA all third team, I'd go Brunson. Yeah, I would too. And it's not knocking against Halliburton. Uh, Halliburton's had a tremendous season. And in some ways, I think that the Pacers, even with their record right now, 34 and 45, I, I, that's still better than I thought they would be this season. You know, mm-hmm. So that is a testament to how he's been able to lead that team. But I do value availability. And I do value you know your team success. And I think that while we know the Knicks have a t- more talented roster, and I think we a lot of people would have thought that before the season, you know, the Knicks are a team that has have well over, over exceeded expectations. Pacers are maybe a slightly ahead of expectations. Hal Burton's had a really great season. You know, he's one of the best passers in the league. He's a high, uh, high efficiency, a low volume scorer. The guy can have 20 points. It doesn't need to take a million shots. I mean, he's a, he's a really good player and also an impact player defensively. But I think for awards like all NBA, I really do think it does. That's why I really like that new, coming in next season with the um need to play at least six five games 
I really do think your availability has to matter. Like Steph, I assume will get first team, but I mean, he's only played 53 games. I mean, he's not technically eligible to even be up for the, he's not, he would never get it because he's not close enough, but he would not technically be eligible to be the leading scorer in the NBA this season. He's not played enough games to qualify for that. So if he makes all NBA, I'd be like, okay, I mean, he's actually not even eligible to be among the, the top leading scorers. You know, should he be eligible to be on the list for all NBA? I think these, and I, yeah, right. Anybody who knows me knows I'm a Stephen Curry stand. I will defend Steph Curry to the end, but I'm just keeping it 100, you know? So, so and, I, I do hope that Brunson gets a little more um, respect for the fact that he has played so many games and he's been so much of an impact on the Knicks and they're winning this season. And the Warriors are no guarantee to make the playoffs right now. Right, you know, they, they could slip into the play-in. They have a couple bad games. They're out. You know, they don't even advance the playoffs. Um, how does that impact? You know, the the, the, the voting. Um, very interesting to see. Will the will the voters, even though they're not required to, obviously they can vote for a, a player. You know, less than sixty-five games. The rules haven't been incorporated yet. Um, will they still? You know, kind of act under those auspices of those of those now uh rules that will be implemented um so yeah if if you don't in- include Steph then that obviously opens another another guard spot um so yeah it'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out um you know out- so if you take Steph off then i think the only two locks are Luca um and uh and, and SGA and then yeah. you could you could have a battle royale you know uh, same yeah. with Lillard how many games has he played this season let me check yeah uh, it's probably around the probably around the same number. Around, Fifty-eight games, so he's not going right. to play again. So he'll finish with fewer than sixty games. Um, and they, they have been terrible this season. He's been individually attacked, uh, but uh, you know how much weight do you put in. You know, again, that's where that's where the argument um, that Tibbs was making for Brunson. You know, and that Nick fans, um, if you were going to make an argument for Brunson, it would totally be, um, and they're not wrong. The fact that he's turned the franchise around, um, you know, he, that, that that is the the, the, the point of delineation um, between the the LOL Knicks and the, you know, and the, and the Knicks, assuming they obviously have had a good season and continue trending in the right direction next season, et cetera. Um, that will be looked at as the day that everything changed was the day they signed Jalen Brunson. So um, I think you can make a strong argument that he deserves 13 of all, all NBA. Knicks Pacers Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Probably won't be a matchup between Halliburton and Brunson. If it is, I think that would be very fun to watch. These are two of the best point guards in the NBA. But I think it's a game that uh, if the Nets are unable to take care of business, they do have another game Wednesday. They play back-to-back. They play in Detroit Wednesday. So that's a game you probably write down the Nets win. So things get a little more dicey if somehow the Nets uh, win on Tuesday. They go to Detroit and they win again. And the Knicks lose. Now, you know, you're, you're in a situation where I think they're Definitely want to take care of business if you can here. 